Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 5.33 in the Foo Fighters. We're back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. Oh, yeah. We're back? Yeah. Uh, Well, that was a exciting welcome. (laughs) That was almost Mm. uh, like uh, there was a pulse in there somewhere. We got uh, got a pretty good week this week. We got uh, on, well, not today. Today we'll have Scott Cohen. Oh boy! And then uh, Travis—that was going to be my reaction to that too. <laughs> Travis Best this week. Nice. Uh, Stephen Wright. Stephen Wright. Uh, Mick Jagger. Really? Uh, Scott Zolak. Scott Zolak too. And a major announcement about the Mayflower Marathon on Thursday. Oh uh, yeah! Oh, look at all that stuff going on. And did you see what I posted about my vacation on the Rock 102 Facebook page? You got a hole in a wall. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. We'll, we'll find we'll get, out about the hole in the wall. Uh, we'll find out whether you patched it or whether you just left it empty. We'll see what happens. Yep. It's 534. We're back, Stephen Dave, and Rock 102. September means fall in New England. It also means fall golf. We've got a great fall golf deal right now at rock102.com. Get 12 rounds of golf at 12 different local courses for only $99 plus shipping. You pay less than 50 cents a hole. Rock 102's Fall Golf Club, presented by Swing Oil Beer Company. Available until they sell out at rock102.com. I'm here with Victor from Aquapump. Hey, Victor, my water comes out really slow in my house. Do you know anything about pressure, Steve? Uh, peer pressure. Uh, okay. What do you know about peer pressure? Well, I... Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's just about 5.50 and Aerosmith. We're back, Stephen Dave, and Rock 102. Uh, much needed rain pretty much all day today with a high of 65. Tomorrow, cloudy with a high of 70. It is 64 right now in downtown Springfield. Yeah, the uh, the weather guys are saying that the uh, we are desperate for some localized flooding, and this might be the uh, this might just be the storm to do it. Uh, let's see. Hollywood Trash <laughs> is brought to you by Aquapump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well to the pump and into the house. Uh, hang on. There you go. Oh, hey. There we have it. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So, from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. A uh, star-studded lineup, including Paul McCartney and Liam Gallagher, joined the Foo Fighters for an emotional tribute to the band's drummer Taylor Hawkins at a concert in London on Saturday night. Did you see the video of this? Did you see the video of uh, Taylor Hawkins' kid? That, that's where I'm going with this. 16-year-old Oliver Shane Hawkins joined his father's band for a powerful rendition of the Foo Fighters' My Hero. What an incredible display was f- of tribute to his dad and, and how talented that kid is, too. Yeah, no kidding. That was pretty awesome. Maybe he's better than the dad. You know, if uh, yeah, my dad is still uh, going. Talked to him last night. Still very healthy, doing uh, doing terrific. But I can't imagine like my dad having like a like a tribute uh, therapy session where mm-hmm. I get to go talk to all his uh, former clients for an hour at a time and then charge them to do it. Yeah. You know, if I were like pretending to fill in for my dad's shoes in therapy. Yeah. That'd be kind of something, wouldn't that it? That would be great. That'd be a hell of a tribute. I don't think you would be very good at it, though. Well, what do you mean by that? Uh, you wouldn't be able to work out people's problems. How does it make you feel when I say something like that? You're an agitator, not a mediator. What are you talking about? I see you. I'm not agitating nothing. With I'm your, just basically you. saying how great I'd be uh, at memorializing my dad in that way. Oh, well, if that makes you feel better, you go right ahead. It's not about whether I feel better, Steve. It's whether I can make others feel ah. better. Also uh, joining uh, the group, like I said, Paul McCartney, uh, Lars Ulrich, uh, Brian May, Roger, and Roger Taylor from Queen. The Pretenders, Kesha. Ooh, I'm sure that was a that went over well. And uh, and like I said, Hawkins' own son even played the drums on my hero. That was a pretty 
cool performance. Kid's pretty good, too. He's very good. Yeah, you can imagine that, uh, you know, dad was around, you like, this kid's better than me. I'm the one in the famous band. You know, if you're a dad, you want your kids to be, yeah, to do better than you. Yeah. But you don't really want your kids to be better than you. That's true. Uh, Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle are touring the UK together during opening night. Chris and Will, uh, Chris said Will Smith slapped him over, quote, the nicest joke I ever told. And Chappelle said Will, quote, did the impression of a perfect person for 30 years. Well, you know, every, everybody cracks at some point. Yeah, I guess so. Everybody's got a breaking point to do. Yeah. And you say one bad thing about Will Smith's wife. You keep you keep my wife's name out your yeah. Monday through Friday mouth. You gotta you gotta you gotta duck those those punches though. Uh Brendan Fraser. Didn't I just say we don't do enough stories about Brendan Fraser? Mm-hmm. Was moved to tears by a six-minute standing ovation he got after a screening of his new movie, The Whale, at the Venice Film Festival. He looks like a whale recently, by the way. What are you, fat-shaming the guy? Yep. Yep, he needs to lose weight. Well, the whole film is about him being a 600-pound guy. <laughs> and, uh, and, and apparently it's a very moving portrayal. So it, it was just uh, acting that led him to that weight. He never got... Um, he never got uh, a standing ovation for Encino Man. Mm. Should have though. Totally should. We don't. We don't know how the uh, the uh, <laughs> the test audiences fared in that well, one. Wasn't he Tarzan as well? Way he back he was, but yeah. back then he was jacked. Mm-hmm. He's still jacked underneath all that oh. extra skin. Okay. Uh, Eminem, Adele, and uh, Eminem, Adele, Paul McCartney, and Ringo Starr all picked up trophies at the Creative Arts Emmys, and now they're all just a Tony away from the EGOT. I don't think any of them are going to get a Tony. Paul McCartney? Could. Well, I guess for music, right? Sure, you, you could, could do get a, one. Could do a, yeah. Ringo Starr? Mm, maybe not. Oh, hey, guys, I got you coffee on the set. Okay, you get an Emmy, too, Ringo. <laughs> Ringo was in Lennox last night. He was. He was uh, rocking Tanglewood. Under the, ra- under the rain. That's a bad way to see Ringo. And uh, somebody asked me if I wanted to go, and I said, uh, no, 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 I won't go there no more. Aha. You're tired of sitting out on the <laughs> floor. Flat on the floor. <laughs> uh, the Weeknd had to cancel his concert in L.A. on Saturday after he lost his voice uh, three and a half songs in. He apologized to the audience and said he'd schedule a new date. That's got to suck. Did now, I know how I feel when, like, a speaker blows on me at a gig, but I got another one in the car. You know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. but he only brings one voice with him. Yeah. And even that's pretty auto-tuned up. Well, you, yeah, that's what I was going to say. You, can't you just, like, lip-sync the rest of the show? Who's going to notice? I mean, there's, not, there's hardly ever been a singer who auto-tunes more than The weekend. Really? If Well, they all do now, <laughs> but, I mean, he definitely does. Hmm. Is it plagiarism if you're lip-syncing your own music? No. Well, you know, it's not like Millie Vanilli where somebody else was singing mm-hmm. the songs. He would be singing. He just uh, let it go. Like, do That's a little it. Ashley Simpson thing and just hopes it doesn't screw up on stage. You know, I would like to see somebody say, hey, rather than me perform, let's listen to some of my records. And he just sits at a chair and takes a turntable and just sits there and watches the record spin. I think I like that That's idea. what you're there for anyway, to hear his music. He's already missing a vowel from his name, for Christ's sake. Well, he'll uh, he'll afford that sometime in the future. A collector of video game consoles is selling off every one, one of every console ever made. That's 2,400 consoles, and he wants a million dollars for them. Yeah, okay, good luck. I had uh, Intellivision. That was actually a pretty cool one. I couldn't figure out the little disc 
uh, joy thing there, or the or the keypad. Yeah, that's it. Couldn't figure that out at all. We used to play beauty, a game called Beauty and the Beast on that. Do you remember that? No. Or uh, it was like a Donkey Kong, but it was their version of Donkey Kong. I think it was like a skyscraper. Yeah. You had to knock the gorilla off the top of the building. A buddy of mine had in, uh, in television. I think he had Pitfall. Oh, Pitfall. That, that was uh, that was a good game. That must have started on Intellivision because that was an Atari game, too. It became an Atari game. Yeah. yeah, I believe it started on Intellivision. That was a horrible game. Intellivision. Or uh, Pitfall, I mean. It was at the time. It was seemed magical. Yeah, because you could like, and, and you realize, like, oh my God, these graphics are almost so real. It's the same scene over and over again with an extra ladder. Right, but you keep messing it mm-hmm. up after every level. We've come a long way. Uh, but the collection spans about fifty years, and no word if you can buy the collection and the seller and tell the seller he can just keep the Intellivision. That's what that's what they say here. Keep the Intellivision. I thought that was the best console ever. That was better than Atari. Oh, I don't know about that. Oh, come on now. All right, I'm kidding. And that's your Hollywood trash on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, Benjamin Moore Paint, Cabot Stains, plus rock-solid painting advice and expertise. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? You know, with the Patriots season just a few short days away, I think you'll find that every bloviating, self-imposed football expert will be sharing his or her opinion this week on where they predict the Patriots will wind up. Now, if you pay attention to such sketchy sources like ESPN or CBS Sports, Fox, or various newspapers around the country, you will find that most of these so-called experts aren't too high on the Patriots making the playoffs. Why? Is it because the rest of the AFC is so strong? Is it because the Patriots are relying on a second-year quarterback who still isn't Tom Brady? Or is it because the Patriots can't decide on who's calling plays to that second-year quarterback? And while many of you Patriots fans may find that lack of confidence somewhat disheartening, let me tell you how I see it. This morning, I spent exactly 45 seconds combing through the entire Patriots 2022 schedule. I sifted through every possible scenario. I poured through uh, the, the schedule with a battery of statistical challenges. And from what I can see, the Patriots are looking at a record of 12-5 and five this season. Do they make the playoffs? Yes. Do they win the Super Bowl? No. Are they going to be sad? people going to be satisfied if they don't? Of course not. Have Patriots fans grown spoiled after the last 20 years? What do you think? Listen, the Patriots should be just fine. The defense is good. Mac Jones will be better. There'll be some other young guys that look kind of promising. But at the end of the day, they'll only be losing games to Baltimore, Green Bay, Cincinnati, and to Buffalo. Twice. After that, you can expect wins over nearly everybody else. Why am I telling you this? Because some of you people need to hear it. And secondly, I would hate to think that those 45 seconds of intense analysis and scrutiny would have gone to waste. And lastly, just know that there is not a football expert in America that has any idea what's going to happen in the post in the postseason before the season even begins. And when they tell you that the Patriots are going to stink, it's usually because they're ignoring every possible contingency for failure in every other team they face, whereas my 45 seconds analysis takes all of that into account. That's why I say they're going 12-5, and five, give or take a couple wins or losses along the way. But hey, of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Driving by your house the other day, I noticed a few rough patches on the lawn. Go to Rocky's for a bag of Scott's Easy Seed Patch and Repair. A 10-pound bag, 48 bucks. But it's buy one, get one free. What a deal. From your neighborhood, Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. 
Rock 102. Back, Steve and Dave and Rock 102. Rain now, rain through tomorrow pretty much, but we need it. Highs in the mid-60s today. Uh, Scott Cohen joining us after 7 o'clock today. There's loads of sports to talk with uh, Scotty about uh, this week. And we got a lot of other things coming up uh, this week, too. Stephen Wright, Travis Best, Scott Zolak, and a major announcement about the Mayflower Marathon coming up on Thursday. So make sure you're listening for that. All right. Pretty yeah. cool. So I was away last week. That you was were? last week? Yeah. And uh, my folks rented a place in East Ham, which I found out is the way you pronounce it. I thought it was Eastham out on Cape Cod. It's East Ham, according to the locals there who corrected us. Well, I mean, if you had two hams and mm-hmm. one was in the east right. and one was in the west, yeah. would you say, I'm going to have the Eastham? Mm. Good point. Um, apparently, people go there all the time calling it Eastham, but it's not. And it's named after a London suburb. But anyway, besides the point, great place. One of those Verbo rentals and huge hole in the wall. From what? Right. So I posted the picture yesterday on the Rock 102 Facebook page. Lots of people chiming in because I didn't tell what the story was. I said I would divulge the story this morning. And uh, all sorts of great guesses from like Hulk smash into wall to uh, Yorkie barking annoyingly for the final time Mm -hmm. to somebody had their ear to the wall and was trying to listen to the conversation on the other side of the wall because it looks like, I don't know if you saw it or not. Yeah, it looks like an ear. The hole looks like an ear. But a really big ear. Yeah. So sometime during the night, on our final night there, my girlfriend and I are upstairs and she hears something. And she told me this the next morning after we learned the truth of this matter. She said, yeah, I thought I heard a sound last night. And I thought I heard your mom say something, referring to my mom. And apparently my stepfather stumbled in the middle of the night and face planted through the wall. What, what what do you mean? Will he trip on something or just tripped, uh, tripped on the rug? Was he trying his, to be like a human battering ram? Well, he, you know, he was a nuclear submarine captain, so you know, he's a tough guy. Was he drunk? Yep, he was drunk. A little too much wine. No kidding. Yep, mm. not the kind of drunk that Steve talks about with his dad or my dad, who was an irresponsible drunk. Well, you can't really tell sometimes how drunk somebody is. True. True. Define uh, a responsible drunk, if you can, because I don't think you can really do that either. Well, I think you can. I think an irresponsible drunk drinks a lot and gets into an automobile, for instance, which my dad used to do. I don't know if your dad... You've told stories about your dad, Steve. I don't know. Yeah, he used to drive drive my mother crazy, that was for sure. (laughs) Yeah. So my stepfather would never do that. He drinks right. a lot of wine, and then he would never get behind the wheel of a car after doing that. He but he would the- put his head through a wall. Yes. So there's the difference between responsible drunk and irresponsible drunk. He hurt only himself, right. Bax. See, I would think a responsible drunk would be the guy that puts his head through a wall, but then immediately patches it up with some joint compound and <laughs> yeah. you know, you know, some tape yeah. and, you know, you know, some, or whatever. It would take a lot of joint compounded tape if you saw the picture. And if you haven't seen the picture, you can go to the Rock 102 Facebook page and check it out. And I will post a picture later of my stepfather's face. It all bloodied and stuff. Yeah. My mom should have taken a picture right when it happened because she described it the next morning as a murder victim. She thought she had she was cleaning up blood off the rug all night long. And so the picture I'm gonna show you was the morning after when well, they took the shot of Captain Matt. Riddle me this. Mm-hmm. Uh okay, so the dude is all jacked up on wine. 
Right. Yeah, a little too much red wine. Okay. Yeah. Did it ever occur to anybody in the house, whether it's your mom or you know your mom waking you up or your girlfriend up and say, "Hey, your drunken dad just planted his face through a wall." <laughs> maybe, just maybe, uh, this old man should be sent to a hospital to make sure there was nothing wrong with his coconut. Hello, and my girlfriend happens to be a veterinarian, so there was quote. A doctor in the house. And she was already treating him for mange. <laughs> right. And you're right about that. We didn't learn about it till the next morning. It happened overnight. Eight hours went by. And we got up to see a note in the kitchen from yeah. my mom saying, hey, check on us before you leave. Because we were going to leave and go back early in the morning, my girlfriend and I. Please check on us. <laughs> Your stepfather had a bad fall overnight. Dave, I'm going to ask you this question, and I kind of already know what the answer is. Yes, go ahead. Have you ever had a, tra- a traumatic brain injury, like a, con- a concussion? I was a soccer goalkeeper. Yeah, so that is that. Hello. That, yeah, yeah. So I figured as much. Right. But um, my question to you is, mm-hmm. whenever you saw a doctor mm-hmm. for your concussion, mm-hmm. don't they typically say, hey, whatever you do, don't go to sleep? Right. The, like, th- like going to sleep would probably be the, the worst thing you could do when you have a concussion. Yes. And we didn't, you know, I'm not sure my mom thought to give him the test. We did immediately. When we saw him the next morning, we gave him, hey, how many fingers am I holding up? Are you having numbness and tingling in your hands and fingers? No. So thank God, probably not a concussion. And my girlfriend, again, the veterinarian, said, thank God he's okay. Because he said, she said the same thing you did. She brought up Natasha Richardson. Right. That's uh, Liam Neeson's uh, wife or who, girlfriend or whatever. Who, who had a skiing accident, longtime wife, and thought she was fine. Mm-hmm. And then hours later died. I'm only bringing this up because, mm-hmm. you know, when you talk about whether someone is drunk and responsible or drunk and irresponsible, somebody in this house was irresponsible and didn't get your your stepdad to a hospital. And uh, that probably should have happened. Pro- you're absolutely right. No doubt about it. And thank God he's okay. But you're right. Well, he's okay now, but when did this happen? Oh, it, according to my my girlfriend, who's a veterinarian and a.k.a. a doctor, eight hours has passed. Eight hours had passed. No, no, At no, that no, no, point, no. When did this happen? Like a, like Friday night, Saturday night? Uh, this happened um, Sunday night. Hospitals are open Sunday Labor night. Labor Day morning. And even even on Labor Day. Absolutely. Even even if he goes to bed on Monday, yes. he should be going to a hospital. Yes. Even in East Ham, Cape Cod. Because yes. I don't know if you know this. Mm-hmm. The human head, mm-hmm. pretty resilient. I mean, you could take uh, like a, you know, you could take a couple shots to the face and that would be okay. Uh, you could hit somebody over the head with uh, something light, mm-hmm. you know, like a throw pillow sure. or something like that. Yep. But if you put your head through, say, like a wall. There's a little bit of, uh, there's not a lot of give to the wall, even if you put a hole through it. Thank God this construction occurred at some point when they used a lot of soft drywall. Because if you see, I mean, if it was a harder wall, mm-hmm. he could have had a lot worse damage. So are you going to lose a, a deposit on this place? <laughs> Again, up to my folks and even Captain Matt, my stepdad said, yeah, we're going to be paying for that one. You know, East Ham is the gateway to the Cape Cod National Seashore. Did you know that? I spent a lot of time out there, Steve, last yeah. week. Marconi Beach, by the way, the inventor of radio, or one of them, yeah. Marconi, 
with a big history on Cape Cod, including a beach and a museum and a lighthouse. Oh, and yeah. No, he used to play miniature golf in Hyannis. Yes. Yeah, no. <laughs> yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we almost played there. Used to eat at the uh, lobster pot in Provincetown all the time. Mm-hmm. That Marconi. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, even Marconi, being a genius, uh, probably would have sent his stepdad to a freaking hospital. Yep. Did you yep. go to the Nauset Lighthouse? We did. Yeah, that there- was actually originally in Chatham. Really? Uh, up until 1923. I believe that's removed. Chatham. It's Chatham? Are you sure? <laughs> no. He, he's he's pulling your chain on yeah. that one. But uh, yeah, we did go to Wellfleet. We went to Chatham. We went to. Pro- yeah, it was great. I, first time in probably three, four decades I'd been on Cape Cod. It was fantastic. And, Other than the last night. Now, three or four decades that you. Your stepdad put his head through a wall back then, too? Not that I recall. You're really? not going to get that uh, VRBO uh, deposit back. Now, <laughs> no, right? he's not. No. He is not going to get that yeah. back. No, my folks will be paying for that. And, and some. How much is that, then? The is deposit, it? or? No, how much? Uh, what do you What do you guess? To, uh, what, the damage? We should have had, what's his name? Who? Who was the guy that used to do the, uh, I can't remember his name because he hasn't been in the news. The guy that used to be on the fire department, he retired. Dennis, Le- Dennis, Dennis Ledger. Ledger yeah. yeah, Dennis Ledger. He would have been able to go, eh, it's about the $1,000 worth of damage right there. Well, have him yeah. look at the picture on our Facebook page. We, oh, should, get a, we should get a quote. I'm, sh- I'm sure he doesn't care about it sure anymore. Almost positive he stopped uh, He stopped caring about it, fixing anything. Yeah. All right, well, I'm, I'm, but uh, but other than that, the uh, the vacation was fine. Great vacation. And I, I've got more stories to tell if you want later on. But, uh, yeah, that's the best one of them. And uh, this particular v- Verbo rental Fantastic. Is that how you say it, Verbo? That's what I hear. Or you just or is it you VRBO? say V R B O. Yeah, I think I've heard Verbo. We are not men. We are Verbo. V R B O. It's uh, six twenty with back Stephen Dave and Rock one hundred two. Get your life in focus. Get up each. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 627 and Nirvana. We're back, Steve and Dave, on Rock 102. Rain today and tomorrow and lots of it, and we need it. Phone call's coming in. Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? This is Dave. Can I just make a quick comment, though, to Dave Coombs? Yes. yes. Hey, did he ever consider uh, the damage in a wall before? Maybe somebody face planted before his father and made that damage. Maybe it's the rug that's the problem. Maybe who wrecked it before him? I like the way you think. That's possible. So a little liability on the part of the owner of the Verbo rental. Could be, you but know? my guess is it's your stepdad is going to pay for oh, the yeah. whole. Yeah, my uh, my girlfriend made the best suggestion, by the way, after assessing the damage to my stepfather's face and to the wall. She said, hey, let's just move one of the picture frames that's hanging on the wall over there. Yeah, I think that's a good yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right about that. Yeah. That's why I like or, her a lot. Or have my uh, my son. <laughs> My stepson uh, tell the whole story on the radio yes. and public airwaves and uh, let yeah. everybody know there that we can't uh, do let that, that insurance fraud. Let that one sink in. Uh, hey, it's time for Dad Joke David from Sunderland. Nope, Dave, we're not doing that anymore. We changed it up when you <laughs> Damn it. We're going to do some dad jokes. You ready? I'm ready. Okay, what do you call a beehive without an exit? I don't know what do you call a beehive without an exit. Unbelievable. Ah! Now, what is this segment called again? It's called Dad Jokes Diamond Day. <laughs> I'm from Sunderland, Massachusetts, and I'm here to tell Dad Joke. All right. I asked my date to meet me at the gym, but she never showed up. I guess the two of us aren't going to work out. Ah! <laughs> okay. Okay, very good. Uh, the difference between a numerator and a denominator is a short line. 
And I lost my spot, <laughs> so I can't read the rest of the joke. Have you heard about those new corduroy pillows? No. They're making headlines. Yeah! Dad joke, David from Sunderland. Don't call me later. Just call me Dad. We have news coming up next to Rock 102. Imagine a job where every day is an opportunity to collaborate and contribute, helping to make products that make a difference. Eppendorf is a leading life sciences company seeking motivated individuals to join our manufacturing team in Enfield. Enjoy a competitive rewards package including health, financial, and education benefits. No experience necessary. If you're ready to work, we're ready to train you. Launch your career at Eppendorf. Apply today at corporate.eppendorf.com. Duncan is already ready for you to fall hard. Yeah. Uh, and because you're busting out the sweaters in the 80-degree weather, which has become 65 today, you're ready for fall. Yeah, you'll be getting your fill of fall at Dunkin'. Yeah, with the classic $3 medium pumpkin spice signature latte. Or the ultra-smooth pumpkin cream cold brew topped with a silky pumpkin cream cold foam. Now for just $3 for a medium or all so you can fall harder. America runs on Dunkin'. Price of participation may vary. It's a limited time offer and terms apply. Munson Savings Bank is here to help make your dream home possible. Does your dream home have a big backyard, a grand kitchen, or a new office space? Munson Savings Bank can help you purchase a new home or upgrade your existing home with our mortgage loan solutions. With great rates and a limited time $350 off closing costs, the time to apply is now. Contact one of Munson Savings Bank's mortgage lenders today or apply online at munsonsavings.bank. Munson Savings Bank, your bank forever. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Introducing Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda, Classic Cola, Cherry Cola, Citrus Soda, and Orange Soda. You hear that? It's seltzer with the pop of soda. All with zero sugar. Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda, the loudest flavors ever. Ah. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda. IRC Beers, St. Louis, Missouri. 631. We're back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. Voters have their last chance to cast ballots in the state primary election today. 7 a.m. to 8 p.m., the voting stations are open. Primary ballots in Greater Westfield include contested races for the Republican nominations for governor, and lieutenant governor and the Democratic nominations for lieutenant governor and other posts. In Southwick, for instance, there's also a Democratic primary race for state senator. By the way, if you're wondering, the deadline to register to vote in the primary election has passed already. So, you know, if you haven't registered, you can't vote starting today. Just to let you know. You know, the weirdest thing is the last time I voted, so I went to uh, you know, the town hall in Hamden, and I had voted there like the last couple of years. They had no recollection that I was a uh, registered voter in Hamden. Really? Like, how the hell did that happen? I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, I had to, I had to fill out a form and everything. You know, they, uh, they, uh, there was an issue with mine when I moved. Like, I know I updated it as soon as I moved because you yeah. can update it on the RMV website. But sometimes these little towns, like the town of Huntington, doesn't get the message right away. So then I show up and it's still got the guy who lived there before me's name on the on the on the address. Yeah. So then we had to go through this whole, like, you know, uh, rigor, what do they call it? Rigor, rigor, uh, rigmarole, rigmarole, uh, to like fill out this, like, you know, I to test that I live at this thing. I had to show my ID. It was like one of these, 
you know, uh, affidavit uh, mm-hmm. kind, kind of things. Mm-hmm. It's a big pain in the ass. Well, I mean, I, I've been voting in Hamden since 2018 when mm-hmm. I moved there. And yet, earlier, in, like last year, last November, they, they had no record that I was ever a uh, registered voter in town. It's like, what are you talking about? I'm a hardworking, taxpaying citizen. Mm-hmm. I demand some recompense. Everybody should know who I am when I walk in the door. Do yeah. you know who I am? Did you hear the trumpets blaring when I walked in? Did you did you did you hear my entourage move things out of the way? Mm-hmm. You know, I saw Henny Youngman one time standing outside of a restaurant in Miami saying that very thing. They wouldn't let him in. And he thought he should be at the head of the line. Yes. He's like, Don't you know who I am? And like most people are like, Not anymore. Jeez, like he was too old at how that the, point. How the mighty have fallen. Yes. Poor Henny Youngman. Mm. In other voting news here in the area, Westfield's getting a Hummer. About time. Yep. Despite a negative recommendation from some people on the city council, the vote has gone through, and Westfield will accept the gift of a 1980 Humvee from the University of Massachusetts Police Department. This comes through the Department of Defense, to the Westfield Emergency Management Agency. And so they voted eventually eight to four to approve the Hummer, even though some counselors pointed out that the vehicle is 42 years old and gets only four miles per gallon. So you, use it as a like a display thing when you go out and do the police display. Right? Yeah, just keep it in the exact, parking lot. That's exactly it. You know, the, my, uh, my hometown of Rehoboth got the same thing many years ago. Yeah. Had a chance to buy one of these all, you know, these... A urban assault, uh, you know, urban assault vehicles like yeah. in stripes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a big giant Humvee with like a cannon and like uh, all kinds of, th- like if there were ever like a like a military coup in right. town, this is the uh, the vehicle you'd send out. They've never ever used it for actual police work, but right. it's in every single parade on Memorial Day, which well, is exactly what Westfield is going to wind up doing with this thing. There you go. I mean, it, one it, gallon it, of gas every year. Right. That's it. It could serve as an important rescue vehicle in flood situations, which we had in portions of Massachusetts over the weekend, but it would be rare. And you're probably right. That's the ultimate fate. You know, for this particular vehicle. At least this is just a car. You remember when like West Springfield got a grenade launcher or whatever the hell that was? Remember they had like they had all this like <laughs> military surplus weapons that they had and yeah. one of them was a was a grenade launcher. It's like what the hell are you going to do with that? What what are you going to do with a grenade launcher in West Springfield? Were they uh, didn't they have like a like a machine that would remove landmines? Yeah, in I West so. Springfield, yeah, something like that. Anything could happen with one of those grenade launchers. I'm going to do this story. I didn't intend to, but since you brought him up, a 10-year-old boy accidentally shot off a grenade launcher, part of an anti-tank weapon. It happened at a fair in Ukraine over the weekend, and here was the audio. Many people at the fair thought they were under attack by the Russians in Ukraine. They began scrambling for cover. All right, let me let me ask you this. Yes. Let's say you're at the Ukrainian version of the Big E. Right. Okay? Right. And, an, and some kid fires a grenade launcher. Do you or do you not get out of the line for the baked potato? <laughs> Depends how hungry. You don't get out of the line yeah. for yeah. the baked potato. If you're You've hungry, been in that line for an hour and a half. Yes. Yeah. All of a sudden, a grenade launcher gets fired. Do you get out of line and lose your place in line? No. I would say no. Good no. point. No, absolutely not. I, w- I wouldn't get out of line for the baked potato, and I wouldn't get out of line for the cream puff. It would be a bigger crisis if you left the baked potato line. Yes, because you know, you know some idiot is going to take my yeah. place, and then all of a sudden, I'm in the back of the line. 
little punk. Mm-hmm. There'll be no shortage of trampoline parks in our area soon. The Fall River-based owners of Fun City Indoor Trampoline Parks bought Springfield Plaza last week and plan to open a trampoline attraction there, despite the fact that Bounce Trampoline Sports already exists on neighboring property. This is going to be a land war. Now, here's the thing. They are not looking to shut down the other uh, trampoline park. They are looking to have two simultaneous trampoline parks in the plaza. Doesn't competition make everybody better? Yes, in certain things. (laughs) But can you make it better when you're dealing with a trampoline park? Like, there's only so much you can do with a trampoline park. Well, I mean, they have arcades inside them and stuff like that. There's mm-hmm. other things to offer. Does this thing offer more than the other trampoline park does? Undisclosed at this point what the other portions of the attraction will be. Yeah, it could be, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, gyro ball or... Maybe. You know, I mean, I don't know. Laser tag. Something like that. Yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, I don't, I don't, you know, that laser tag isn't enough to bring me out to something. You know, I mean... Mm-hmm. Listen, there are lots of reasons to go to the Springfield Plaza, the least of which is that brand new, fully remodeled Rocky's Ace Hardware location. Good people, rock solid service at every Rocky's Ace Hardware location, including the paint department, which I think you'll find the best paint people are there waiting for your help, yeah. uh, waiting for your uh, your patronage. But yeah. they spent $29 million on this plaza. Yeah. The That's Z- unbelievable. The Zhang family purchased it from KeyBank, which had purchased it just two years ago. And in two year, less than two years' time, the KeyBank folks made $6 million. They purchased it for $23 million back in 2021 and then sold it recently for twenty nine. like you said, yeah. Max. You know it would be great? So the Registry of Motor Vehicles is over there, right? you imagine if they put some trampolines in the RMV, how much more fun that would be to be standing in line or mm-hmm. told you got to go into a different line? Mm-hmm. No, you'll have to go to the trampolines over there. Yeah, we're we're all full. It's the it's the uh, trampoline overflow. Yeah, you don't have the proper ID, so you'll have to go get it and then bring it back before you can enjoy our trampolines. You know, there is such a thing as overflow restaurants. Mm-hmm. You know, the, 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 you'll you'll get somebody who's a, like a local restaurateur. Building a restaurant likes to like an Olive Garden or something like that. Yeah, because once the Olive Garden gets full, at least hey, there's another option right here. It's uh, it's this guy, and then that's how pe- things get recognized. There used to be a place in uh, Enfield that did that. There was like a Mexican restaurant right next to the Olive Garden, or I think it wasn't even attached to it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. I think it was attached. Yes. Know, was it? Uh, I. Think you're or right, it's, or it's at least next door to it. And it was, uh, you know, when the Olive Garden got full, uh, then you went over to the other place. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, well, nobody wants to wait an hour to sit down for endless breadsticks and salad, right? The owners of the new trampoline park at Springfield Plaza claim that they will be driving customer traffic to the rest of the plaza, which includes, as Bax already pointed out, Rocky's Ace Hardware, also an Ocean State job lot, and a stop and shop. Actually, they, the newly remodeled Rocky's Ace Hardware. It's, it's uh, breathtaking inside. In other business news, locally, you mentioned Enfield, Steve. That's the site of one of the Bed, Bath, and Beyond locations here in our area. The retailer announcing plans to close about 150 stores and lay off about 20% of its corporate employees. Bed Bath & Beyond has already begun closing some of its, quote, 
lower producing stores. Now, the list of stores to be closed permanently has not been released. There are stores in Enfield, Hadley, Hamden, and other surrounding areas. In related news, the CEO of Bed Bath & Beyond, Gustavo Arnal, apparently... CFO. says CEO here in the CNBC TV news story. Well, it said CEO. Anyway, go ahead. What did he do? Jump to his death. According to the New York City Medical Examiner's Office yesterday... His death ruled a suicide. He died from, quote, multiple blunt force trauma after it says, and again, I'm reading from this same CNBC TV report, he died from multiple blunt force trauma after falling from New York's Tribeca skyscraper known as the Jenga Tower last week. That's um, so ironic. It's, <laughs> the building doesn't fall. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but... But he's fallen faster than falling prices. Well, and the stock, right. Bed Bath & Beyond. Yes. Um, what brand dedication, though? Mm -hmm. Bed Bath & Beyond. The Great Beyond. The Great Beyond. You know, like, yes. he, like, he, uh, like he jumped on the building and he went to, from Bed Bath & Beyond. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's Buzz Leapier. <laughs> uh, you know, if they only had... He was scared sheetless. No kidding. Yeah. <laughs> they probably could have... Cleaned up the, the scene with a bunch of you know, towels from Bed Bath & Beyond. Yeah. Looks like it was a little more than 20% off. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, those were guest towels. Don't oh, touch yeah, those. Yeah, don't, don't touch those. You can't use those. Yeah, those are for show towels. Those are show towels only. It's for the guests. Yeah. No, it's not even for the guests. The guests can't even use the show towels. Man, everybody's going to be talking about what a sham this guy was running, though. You talked about the stock, Steve. The CEO... Mr. Arnall had reportedly sold more than 42,000 shares of his stock recently. So maybe he saw this coming, so to speak. Well, so was, was he selling shares or was he selling those $2 off coupons? Doesn't say. It says shares. I would think so. His family can benefit, right? Maybe. Possibly. The, perhaps. The, the stock went from like $70 to $8 in my, like a month. You're saying the stock fell? Yes. Ah. <laughs> yes. That's among the many things that fell. Yeah. Mm. Very sad news for the CEO of Bed, Bath, and Beyond. And we'll see which stores locally may or may not be closing. It's 643 with Back Steve and Dave. We've got a mass hat coming up next on Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. 650 and ZZ Top. The Back Excuse me, back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. Rain all day, but that's okay. We need that. 65 for a high tomorrow. Cloudy with a high of 71. It's 63 right now in downtown Springfield. So this is the uh, the week you're going to want to start uh, downloading the daily podcast. A lot coming up this week. Stephen Wright. We're going to be talking to Travis Best. All kinds of great stuff. But uh, so check that out on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, and on rock102.com. Backstage musical podcast this week. My guest is a rock journalist, Martin Popoff. This is a guy that's written 115 books, and his latest one is one of the most astounding graphic biographies I've ever seen on anybody called Bowie at 75. It's being released this week. He's also got a podcast called The History in Five Songs podcast. Martin uh, Popoff is uh, my guest uh, this week. Make sure you check it out. It's a really interesting interview on rock102.com.
Uh, just a little callback to the news from a few moments ago. Steve, you're right about the Bed Bath & Beyond dude who fell to his death. It was ruled a suicide. He was the CFO, even though in the story on NBC TV website from Boston, it said CFO and CEO somewhere in the story. So, yeah, CFO. Falling to his death, right. and apparent well, suicide. So now we are all we're we are all, all caught up, up to speed. Thank goodness for that. Yes, and on we go at six fifty one. Time for Rock 102 to recognize another mass hat going below and beyond other humans in the pursuit of stupidity, incompetence, and embarrassment. If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. Here's today's mass hat. If you hate it when your phone dies and you don't have time to charge it before you can use it again, here's one way to pass the time. A woman in Knoxville, Tennessee, looking out her window last week, about 1130 in the morning, and some guy she didn't know was using a power outlet in her yard to charge his phone. But more disturbing, he was also pleasuring himself while charging his phone. All right. Well, you know, I mean, you know, listen, you got to pass the time away. I mean, the guy can't be blamed. You know, what are you, what are you going to do? Takes uh, at least a good uh, 20 minutes to charge that thing till it's useful, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we, we, we kill kill some time. Mm-hmm. That's it. My stepfather, by the way, who created the hole in the wall in East Ham, says you never should use that phrase, kill time. He says, you spend time. You don't kill time. Dave, this is a freaking old man that put his head through a wall. You're listening to you're listening to his cockamamie ideas when he's sober. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I take that back. So back to the guy in Knoxville, Tennessee, 44 year old Enrico Coer. He was more than just a peeping tom. His pants were down, and the woman from inside the window could clearly see him, and and clearly see he's nuts. Yes. Ah. Yep. Cops found him when they arrived after she called, still on the ground, still pleasuring himself, still charging his phone, pants down around his ankles. The 44-year-old dude facing charges for public indecency. Hmm. I don't know. It seems to me this is a justified act. Really? Well, what else are you going to do? I mean, he's just going to sit there and you know twiddle his thumbs? Do something productive. Clearly, this guy is... Cook some cucumbers the- while you're out there, for God's sakes. <laughs> That's what he was doing. He was twiddling, just not his thumbs. Uh, what are you doing? Looking for clues with Fred and Daphne? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I hadn't heard that one before. That's a like oh, yeah. <laughs> So... <laughs> Is that a Blue's Clues thing, or is no, that like that, a... No. That, that's that's uh, not Dora Blue's Dora the that's, Explorer, or what? Making a tartar sauce rainbow. It's, it's a Scooby-Doo. Ah! The tartar sauce rainbow? <laughs> Even that's a new one on me. And speaking of bodily fluids, here's a good one. A job that will make you hurl. I wasn't talking about bodily fluids. No, of course not. I would never admit that public. Uh, the Kent Clinics... This is a clinic in Amsterdam, overseas, specializing in anxieties and phobias, is looking to pay somebody to vomit on command for their study. It's a part-time position, and they aim to help people overcome phobias by throwing up in in front of someone who has a fear of blowing chunks. Huh. So this whole big experiment needs someone to throw up in order to have the experiment come off properly. So if you've got those skills, you can apply for the part-time position. So far, the clinic has received 100 requests from interested potential pukers for their experiment. 
I uh, I saw this uh, TikTok video of a guy who's on like a like a subway. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know the the train, not the, the not the restaurant, not the restaurant. And the guy looks like he's gonna he, he starts retching. Yeah, you know, and he's he's standing there. He's holding the he's holding the uh, the, the, the strap the, the strap. Yep. To, and the, you know, the place is full, and all of a sudden he starts he starts retching, and it looks like looks like he's gonna you know blow chow any minute. Right. And all the people around him in their seats. You know, start panicking and sure. they start bolting away from this guy because they don't know what the they think this guy's about to explode. Right. Well, everybody runs away. All of a sudden, he stops wrenching, grabs, lets go of the strap, and then sits down in a seat. Damn. He did it to, ah. to get the seat, and everybody kept running. There you go. I'm Good. thinking, man, what a genius! Either yeah. that, or he's going to get rolled on this train. But I thought. Next time I'm on the uh, the subway. Next time I'm on the T. I'm going to see how that works. You're going to pull that off. That yeah. All right. Yeah. Next time I'm going to like Fenway or something like that. Mm-hmm. I have to take the T in from uh, from uh, Newton Station. Yeah. That's what. That's my plan. Or maybe waiting in the baked potato line at the Big E, like you were talking about earlier. Yeah, but I don't. I'm not going to bring any grenade launchers to the Big mm-hmm. E. Right. That doesn't seem. I don't think you can get through that through the security. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Shoot some video if that happens. I'd like to see you starring in that video. Yeah, sure. Why not? That could go viral. 656 with back Steve and Dave. Scott Cohen already in the studio. He's been here for like 10, 15 minutes already getting ready for his segment coming up next hour. And the 102 Second Sports next on Rock 102. It's 709 with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. Season's grievings. He's back. (laughs) Oh, my God. Always a delight and a pleasure to welcome back sports guy extraordinaire. Scott Cohen. I want to say extraordinaire. It's right. been a it's been a hot minute since you actually did it, but yeah, uh, welcome back. Thanks. Good to see you. Do you Good get sick see- of all the love emanating from the room or not? No, I it's I can't get enough of it. Yeah. Uh, you know, qu- quite frankly. But uh, you know, for me, it's totally sincere. Of course it is. Of course. Yeah. I, I just want to uh, to publicly acknowledge and and offer my condolences to your your your. Beautiful mother who uh, passed away last weekend. Yeah, um, ninety-two years young. Ninety ninety-two years young. Now, now she lives in she lived in Texas. In Texas, right? right? Yep. So you were down there. I just got back yeah. this morning. And uh, and Scott, uh, I, t- I talked about this last week. Scott sends us a, a text, ba- Bax and I, about Monday, <laughs> inquiring, "Are we going to yeah. do Labor Day or what's going on? Do you well, want no, me? To no, come, no, this do you was, want me to come in Tuesday? This was the weekend before. Yeah, but but the weekend before, you say. Hey guys, this is like Saturday afternoon, like four thirty. Hey guys, uh, I I don't think I'm gonna make the segment. Uh, my my mother is in her you know final miles here, and you know, and, and Bax and I both say, oh well, sorry to hear that, Scott. That that sucks because it does suck. I I'm not uh, diminishing. I like understand. That. Uh, but then like. Not even. It was like forty minutes later. You texted us again just to let you know what was going on. And then, and, right. uh, and then the mom. update was, uh, well, wow, she passed uh, ninety-two. What a hell of a run! And I and I said, well, I guess that means you can do the segment on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> and, I gotta, because I, think about it. it ninety-two years old. I, well, what? Yeah. What? It's not a big surprise. No, that's no. what I'm saying. 92 years old. You're saying I can't do the bit uh, because uh, you know I have to deal with all this. What are you doing at seven o'clock on a Monday morning? I mean, funeral hall parlors are not open. Uh, you can't uh, certainly not call gr- it, at call that a point. Grieving place. a couple yeah, right. of days later. Yeah, I mean, nah, I'm over fine. it. I'm <laughs> over it. I stood up for you, Scott. I said, listen, the grieving process takes some time and a whole lot more than forty minutes. So. Yeah, I was with you on that one. Well, I got, buddy, I got to tell you, I I got the text 
and <laughs> and I, I think I was in I was in my mom's uh, apartment, and I literally it's a good thing I didn't have a mouthful of something because I would have done the my yeah. world class spit take right there in the living room. <laughs> you are a funny guy. I am. Thank you very He's, much. Yeah, no, he, 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 I'm a your, sick bastard, but I'm a yeah, funny guy. You have your yeah, moments. Yeah. Thank you're you. Dead, but, but I, but I, dude, I, I appreciate you know you thinking about me the way yeah. you do. And now you're over it in a week and two days. Well, come on, well, come on. Hey, listen, <laughs> I have a true story. So you know, you, your your parents pass away, and so, and I. Think I think I, if for people who don't know, my dad passed away, um, fought, you know, Father's Day weekend, pretty much, and right. almost two months to the day he was ninety-two as well, and two months to the day, you, you know, my mom passes, and you hear that story over and over and over again, and so you know, and then all of a sudden you've got to you, you got to clean out the mm-hmm. the apartment, and you know, get rid of this, get rid of that, <laughs> my, on my front seat. In my car is a box filled with uh, valuable things. I've been put in charge of taking all of the heirloom jewelry to said place. It's like what's uh, what's what's this worth? What's that worth? Right. So that's what I got to do. But you know, the thing is, at the end of the day, when you um, one of the things that I did um, I did learn uh, over the past week is that you our material possessions don't mean anything they mean nothing got all this stuff that people have collected pictures and and you see i went through all photo albums to get like personal pictures mm-hmm. never mind the mountains in alaska my parents traveled just extensively and man, all that stuff just ends up in a dumpster somewhere. And, and yep. you know what? Dan Williams and I were having this conversation about that, about, you know, because I've done it several times, unfortunately, in the last sure. like, five years. Sure. And uh, he, he, he summed it up perfectly. You, you spend your entire life collecting all this stuff. Stuff. And it just winds up going in a dumpster it, anyway. It, so what's the point of it, keeping hanging on to it? it Give does. it away. And you know, and even even like uh, you know, sentimental things like rings with inscriptions, and you know, oh my gosh, and it just it ends up at it ends up at Gold Trader, you know, with our good friend Dave Rosen. You know, he telling me how much it's worth. It's really that's it. That's all that it is, is buddy. It's a little drafty in here. Can somebody close the grieving window because we need to move on to sports. yeah. Let's go. Come on, yeah. baby. All right, listen. So, what do you want? What do you want to talk about? First, I want to talk about the Patriots because um, I, I did a story in the the View from the Couch where every talking head and expert on these flimsy little places like ESPN and CBS Sports yep, and Fox. All no- it's nonsense. It's all, it's all nonsense trying to predict how a team is going to do before week one. Right. But it's interesting to me how so many of these guys are dismissing whether or not the Patriots will even make the playoffs. Yeah. To me, I'm looking at their schedule. Like I said, I combed uh, their schedule for a good 45 seconds this morning. I think they're going to finish 12 and 5. 12 and 5? 12 and 5. And I can tell you who they're going to lose to. They're going to lose to, and I quote uh, from earlier today, uh, Baltimore. Okay. Green Bay. Yep. Cincinnati. Yep. And Buffalo twice. Okay. Okay. I don't think they're beating the Bills, but they're not going to make the Super Bowl. 
but I do believe they could make the playoffs. And, and is, is that right? There's, I didn't even realize there's 17 games in the yeah, season. 17. 17. Yep, not an right. even number. Okay. Yeah, one less one less gotcha. preseason game, one one more uh, and, uh, regular gotcha. season now, I, game. I realize that 12-5 and five is very aggressive. Very aggressive. And I may be wrong. Mm. I, and I, and th- that may be fine. But it's interesting to me how people are guessing... You know, you know, 500, 500. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think they're, I think they're, be- I think their defense is better than that. Well, you know, the thing, thing about it is, well, for, you know, so first of all, uh, they've got, they're on the road against Miami on Sunday where they're, they're just terrible playing in Miami. So many bad things have happened to them against the Dolphins in Miami. So much so that uh, Belichick has completely uh, revamped the travel schedule. They're going to, they're leaving on Tuesday. They're going to be in Miami all week just to kind of mix things up. And the thing about it is, it's like you say 12 and five. I have no idea how they're going to finish up this year. And normally you do. You get a feel for it. Yeah. And again, you know, you're you're being aggressive. You're looking at the obvious teams they're going to lose to. Backseat, it's like I'm looking at that. And I'm like, I have no idea how they're going to do. And and normally with them over the last decade, we've had an idea. I have no idea how they're going to do this year. Yeah. And I think that's fair because they're, in, I mean, you're talking about a second year quarterback. You're talking about uh, you know, two guys potentially calling plays all all season long, and there's, a roster that you know you really there's a lot of question. There's marks. huge question marks. It's also the second oldest roster in football. Yep. So you wonder about that too. But I don't think they're going to be nearly as bad as a lot of these so-called experts are claiming. Well, I hope not because when they you know when they play well, everybody's engaged. Then it's a, it's so much it's so much more fun. But we'll see. I I don't know. I, I, they would, they wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me whether they were twelve and five or whether they were, you know, uh, seven and and ten. Yeah. So we'll see. They exceeded the expectations last year. They did. Yeah, they did. Yeah. But I, but I, I got, I, I got the feeling last year that there were more uh, familiar names on the roster, and there's just a, there's just a lot of guys when you go up and down that roster, you like unless you're unless you're one of these uh, fantasy football guys. You have really no idea who most of them are. And and I did do my fantasy football draft, and I got Ramondre St- Stevenson. And, and I think he's yeah, he could be, be great. He, yeah. he could be great. Yeah. He could be great. Hoping. Uh, I'll talk about baseball here baseball for a, a little sure. bit. Yeah, yep. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, diminish talking about the uh, the Red Sox because I find, you know, <laughs> I mean, had a four-game winning streak, and that ended yesterday. I went on Friday night, and they look, man, <laughs> they look great. <laughs> <laughs> they did. They look great. But uh, but then all of a sudden, uh, they didn't. I want to talk about the Yankees here for a second. Sure. Now, the, the Yankees are, I mean, they are struggling. Still, they, are, they are struggling. They are still in first place. Everyone is saying that Aaron Judge is holding this whole team uh, together. together, and I don't know if that's entirely true, but I don't know how you can ignore the power of this guy and you know where he stands amongst all these other great you know home run hitters, yep. many of which were of the steroid era. Yep. Of baseball, he's is, just a, is he really this phenomenal? He's a giant. He's a giant. Oh, you just, I mean, just look at him. He's mm-hmm. he's like you know he's like Superman and Batman and Spider Man all roll, rolled into one. Um, and, and you know, interesting thing, he's on pace right. He had his fifty fourth home run uh, of the year, as you guys mentioned, uh, Dave. You mentioned before, mm-hmm. um, he's on pace to hit sixty five. 
you know, of course, the steroid record is is Barry Bonds' number. But the American League, but the record. American League record is held by Roger Maris, and you know that's I think mm-hmm. a lot of times we've we kind of you know you kind of forget about that. Sure. And uh, so a Yankee trying to break a Yankee record setting and a, a setting a new American League record, mm-hmm. he's on pace to hit sixty five. We'll see. Great, just a great great player, and mm-hmm. there's he might not be on the Yankees next year. He he is in a free agent year, getting ready to hit sixty five home runs. Hello, hello, hello. Can you imagine you know, being being that guy? Being that guy. I mean, there's all the you know the problem is there's only two or three teams that could even afford afford him. Right. The Yankees and, and would be one of them. The Yankees would be one of them. Dodgers would would be another. You know, maybe uh, playing. Um, he could he could go to Chicago and play there. That's a major market. But yeah, it's New York, Los Angeles, Boston. You know, Chicago. Well, the thing about Boston, and you know, Sam Kennedy uh, spoke last week about how they, the, the ownership, is very happy with the direction of the Red Sox, and Kyan Bloom and uh, Alex Cora are going to keep their their yes. jobs. They're still in last place. It has been a disappointing season, but they're happy with the direction. I'm like, well, is this the direction that you want? Well, how about out this? of this team? What what are you? looking to do here all right so how about this um you know uh, stat, stats are for losers right mm-hmm. uh, in this case i'm about to you know crystallize that the only team in the american league who have scored who scored more runs than the red sox are the yankees the red sox are the are the second highest scoring team in the league and probably if you go in the national in the national league they may be one of the top three teams in major league baseball scoring runs so they don't need to add Aaron Judge to their roster. They've got plenty of guys who can score runs. The pitching has yeah. been abysmal. That's that's the bottom line. And and they've been just you know racked by injuries. So maybe maybe Bloom and Cora and the front office are are doing the right thing and all we're looking at is the is the surface part of it. How many games have they won? How many games have they lost? No team in the American League has scored more runs than Boston except the Yankees. Uh, Serena Williams played her last game on uh, on Friday night. She did. I was in a sports bar in in um, in Boston. When I told you went to the Sox game and then well, we went out afterwards. People were on their feet watching every single point and the, she basically got a standing ovation when when she finally end, ended up losing the match. You know, it was a one, wick, it was a really tough match. One of the all time greats. Yep, a great match for yep. for her to go out on. Even even though it's a losing match, I mean, you you can't you can't say nope. that that wasn't an exciting three and a half four hours. Now, of course, is. yeah, a, a great a great two weeks. Uh, you know, she went up against a young player who you know took care of her own business. On the men's side of the draw. Uh, uh, Nick Kyrgios, man, holy smokes, love that guy. Francis uh, Tiafo, who won on Sunday. And this, I think this is the first time in like 10 years that uh, Nadal, Federer, or uh, uh, Djokovic, who didn't play because of uh, of the of the whole uh, COVID vaccine thing, first time in, in, in like 12 years that those three guys are not uh, in the quarterfinals or better of the, of the U.S. Open. So, um I love that Curios guy, man. I'm he's uh he's fun. I'm, I'm, he's fun. Yeah. He's yeah. fun. Look, I, dude's got his issues, yeah. but he's fun. Yeah. Good to see you. Good to see you guys too. Welcome back. And again, Steve, thanks for oh, your you're welcome. concern. My thoughts and prayers go out. Phony. <laughs> <laughs> what? He poured his heart out he to you. He did. Well, as much as yeah. much as he can pour his heart right. out, he did.
It's uh, 723 with back Stephen Dave and Scott Cohen on Rock 102. Uh, it's just starting. Alice Cooper's going to be in Wallingford, Connecticut. September 18th, by the way. It's Rock 102 with back Stephen Dave. Good morning. Where's he going to be? Wallingford at the Toyota Oakdale Theater. I never heard it pronounced that way. No? How's Wallingford? it pronounced? How's Wallingford, it I thought it was. Did I, it that's not what he just said? He said Wallingford. As Is opposed to Wallingford? Walling and Walling? Yeah, hmm. it's two different... Uh, I can barely words. tell the difference. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just, just saying I never heard it that way. Puts on a hell of a show, that old guy. Still does, and still golfs all by himself. Uh, speaking of uh, old guys, uh, Stephen Wright will be joining us a time later this week. Also, Travis Best and uh, and uh, also Scott Zolak. So we're all got uh, a bunch of shows coming up that are going to be pretty damn good. And Thursday, big announcement about the Mayflower Marathon that you are not going to want to miss. Like what? what Where we? we're doing it. Uh, oh, well, it's uh, obviously going to be uh, where, uh, where Valley Steakhouse used to be. No. Are you sure? Not Valley Steakhouse. How about the new Springfield Plaza next to the brand new bounce house that's no. going on the trampoline place there? Uh, no. 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 What no. about uh what about the uh, Monte Carlo? <laughs> no. The not Coliseum. The, not the Coliseum. No. Or Cadillac. No, not or, or Cadillac either. Shea Joseph. No. We're not doing it there either. I don't know. Good it, fellas. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's 732 on Rock 102. You deserve more internet than what you get from just your cell phone. Get Xfinity high-speed internet at home free through the Affordable Connectivity Program. That's right. Eligible customers can get Internet Essentials Plus, a $29.95 a month value, free when they enroll in the Affordable Connectivity Program. Get free high-speed internet with unlimited data and a wireless gateway included at no extra cost. No fees, no taxes, and no annual contract. Act now to get this incredible deal for more streaming, more gaming, and more chatting on more devices at home. Your cell phone can't do that. Get Xfinity high-speed internet at home through the Affordable Connectivity Program and connect to more of what you love for free. To see if you qualify, go to Xfinity.com free, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit an Xfinity store today. Restrictions apply. After program participation ends, Comcast standard charges, taxes, and fees apply. May not be combined with other offers. Munson Savings Bank's home equity line of credit can help you tap into the value in your home. You can choose to use your funds to tackle projects or pay expenses and more. Apply online at munsonsavings.bank. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. When you need a lawyer, you need protection, discretion, and results. Which is why you called attorney Robert A. Ferris in Northampton. No matter the situation, domestic violence, restraining orders, OUI, possession charges, you're safe and in good hands with attorney Robert A. Ferris. 413-695-4051. We're back, Stephen Dave on Rock 102. It is time for news, and it's brought to you by... Aquatique Pools, save now in all carbon above-ground pools and Haywood Salt Chlorine Generators, 730 Union Street in West Springfield. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. Heavy rains today through tomorrow, and because of that, according to the National Weather Service, there could be some localized flash flooding in our area. It follows a drought-filled summer permeated by only passing thunderstorms, according to a story in MassLive.com this morning. So just be careful about some of those low-lying areas. We ran into some of that on our way back from Cape Cod yesterday. And I ran into some of it even this morning on my way into work. So beware of the flash flooding. But you made it in. Yeah, I'm here. You didn't uh, didn't get caught up in the... 
in the flood and not uh, and not no, make it, right? No, no there, there was a DJ back in uh, Syracuse, an older guy who did the um, talk station, and there was a low-lying area in Syracuse named Rattlesnake Gulch, and it used to fill up, sort of a bog with a road right through it, and he ignored the warnings about the flash flooding and drove right through it, and his car got stuck, and he had to be airlifted out of there by helicopter. So, yeah. <laughs> what a great radio yeah, bet right. that was, huh? You don't want that happening. So don't be Phil Markert. Be All more right. responsible. I'll write that down. All right. Don't be Phil Markert. Mm-hmm. Markert. In Wallingford. Don't be that guy yeah, either. In Wallingford. <laughs> voters have their last chance to cast ballots in the state primary election today. From 7 a.m. to 8 p.m., primary ballots in Greater Westfield, Southwick, and other locations for governor, lieutenant governor, and other positions. If you're not already registered to vote, you can't vote. But your last chance to vote, if you're registered, is today. In other voting news, Westfield's getting themselves a hum V, despite a negative recommendation from the finance subcommittee, who were worried about the fact that it gets only four miles per gallon and it's 42 years old. They did approve it eight to four with a special vote, and they're going to receive the Humvee vehicle from the University of Massachusetts Police Department as a donation through the Department of Defense to the Westfield Emergency Management Agency. I can see that thing getting a lot of use. Well, they'll be using it in situations just like the one we started the news with about the flooding that's going to occur today. No, I think they'll be using other things, but it's going to get a lot of use. Something else that could get a lot of use is the new trampoline plaza that's going in it's called fun city it's an indoor trampoline park and it will be in the same plaza which houses rocky's ace hardware the stop and shop supermarket and an ocean state job lot and the other trampoline park yeah right next door despite the fact that the rival trampoline park bounce trampoline sports is already on a neighboring property the brand new Fun City Trampoline Park going into Springfield Plaza won't be a competitor to that already existing property, Bax, but it'll be just an option, according to the new owners. The Zhang family, who bought the area of the Springfield Plaza for $29 million. So if it's if you had like uh, multiple restaurants in a plaza, yes. okay, well, that's fine because, yes. you know, certain restaurants have uh, a You're different clientele different fare at each one right different cuisine yeah, yeah. If, uh, but when it comes to uh, a trampoline park i don't know if you really build up a lot of brand loyalty really you know I mean, it, it, to me it's like a different kind of thing it's, it's different from say like having you know, an Applebee's in a plaza, and then a Friendly's on the other side of the plaza. Mm -hmm. well, different, I don't know. I don't different, know. different types of people go to those places. There may be different types of bouncing going on. I don't at, believe at, there at, is. At Fun City versus at yeah. Bounce Trampoline Sports. You know, though, uh, these things are really popular. I mean, my kids are invited to parties at these places all the time, mm -hmm. and even just like an afternoon. Hey, uh, I'll take the kids to the trampoline park to the for the afternoon because it's not that expensive to to mess around in there if you mm -hmm. want to kill some time especially with the in the inclement weather if you will but uh it's a little too much with two giant trampoline places unless that one trampoline place is so busy that you have a need for another trampoline park. you know at, at this point in my life and I, and I don't mean to insult any business mm -hmm. at all 
But at this point in my life, I almost look forward to spending time at the Registry of Motor Vehicles more so than a trampoline mm. park. I know I'm not really in the demo yeah. for trampolining, but I feel like mm-hmm. you know the, the the registry motor vehicles more my style. Good people it's, watching at the DMV. Or well, the there's good people watching around the Springfield Plaza, no matter where you go. Mm-hmm. What's the difference having like a like a Starbucks uh, one there and then one a quarter mile down the road? It's really not that different. Well, do I do I want to cross the road? McDonald's or any of those fast good food? Good point. I, I think it depends on which side of the road you're originating from if i'm from the left hand side of the street and there's a there's a starbucks there that's the one i'm going to go to am i going to go all the way across the street to another starbucks no i'm not i'm going to look about uh, look at which one is more convenient in this situation there would be no convenience because they're practically in the same plaza actually uh you would never go to a starbucks you would only go to duncan well that's right that's right america runs on duncan price participation may vary it's a limited time time offer and terms apply Maybe they could offer different types of bouncing at the two different parks. Maybe there could be horizontal bouncing at one place and then vertical bouncing at the other. Just saying. Look at you making sense. I'm fascinated by the way you think, Coombs. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) Tell that to my doctor. A 97-year-old East Hampton man was killed in a motor vehicle crash in Deerfield yesterday. According to Northwestern DA's office up there, the collision involving a truck in a car on Route 116 at the Industrial Drive intersection. The East Hampton man was determined to be dead at the scene by emergency crews. The car's passenger was transported to Bay State Medical Center in Springfield with non-life-threatening injuries. The driver, 97 years old. Yep. 97? Yeah. Mm. You know, that sucks. You make it your entire life, right? 97 years old, mm-hmm. and a car accident is your demise. Yep. Unless he had a medical episode before the, before the car yeah, crashed. Yeah, being 97 years old. You know, there are, uh, and my condolences to this man's family, mm-hmm. but there are certain situations that I wouldn't get myself into. Like being the passenger uh, in the car with a 97-year-old man. Right. It's a little too risky. Yeah. A little bit too risky. But, you know, sometimes there are old, I don't know if you've ever run into this, where there are elderly people, seriously elderly people, that just refuse to give up the right to drive, Mm -hmm. even though though they probably should not be behind the wheel. I've always been a huge proponent of retesting seniors. Yeah. Like, you should have to go every year mm-hmm. to, to make sure that you're still uh, cognitively aware of things. I, I've i seen it myself, uh, how it happens to, to, to elderly people. Like, it can change uh, almost overnight, mm-hmm. depending on what, what kind of medical situation you get yourself into. But you're still a licensed driver. Right. And nobody's checking to see if you can. They just want to know if you can read the letters. Mm-hmm. I think that looks like an E. <laughs> <laughs> As long as we're talking about motor vehicles, Western Mass News coming out with a story today saying drivers here are squeezing more mileage out of every dollar for a gallon of gas with prices continuing to decline week by week. That dreaded $4 a gallon level for regular has all but disappeared here in the Pioneer Valley, according to the story from Western Mass News. Prices dipping as low as Three twenty nine. I've not seen it three twenty nine anywhere. No, but I have seen. I mean, I've seen it in the threes, and boy, do I feel like I'm saving a lot of money. Yeah. Hey, I got fifty cents off a gallon last week with my Stop and Shop card. No right. kidding. Mm-hmm. I'll be damned. 
That means I had to spend a crap ton of money on groceries, which really isn't a lot of groceries. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> The funny part about it is, you think you're saving money at the at the pump when you're you, when you get all these points with your, yeah. all your stopping, sh- but you're really not because you're still spending extra money, right? You know, at a at a higher rate. As long as we're on consumer all news, all works out to be about the same. In other consumer news, there's a recall on St. James Smokehouse Scottish Reserve smoked salmon due to its potential contamination with listeria. So the St. James Smokehouse people recalling 93 cases of it. This is the thinly sliced salmon that people put on bagels sometimes, lox, and it mm-hmm. comes in those thin packages that you see next to the seafood counter at grocery stores. So be aware of that particular brand, St. James Smokehouse, with their recall. Their products distributed between February and June of this year in New York and Massachusetts and other states, according to the Food and Drug Administration. Tainted salmon. and Keep that stuff away from the taint. You shouldn't put that on your grundle. Right. Halloween's on the way, and one Massachusetts hotel in the running to be voted the most haunted hotel in the country, the Lizzie Borden Bed and Breakfast in Fall River, is in the running to become USA Today's top favorite haunted hotel. If you want to vote, you can get in on the website. Voting ends Next Monday, September 12th at noon, winners will be announced Friday, September 23rd. Can I just tell you, you I grew up not that far away from Mm -hmm. Fall River. Mm -hmm. There are much scarier places in town than uh, Lizzie Borden's house. Much scarier. Mm. In fact, that's that's almost like a safe haven for all the uh, the frightening things you can find in Fall River. Now, have you ever been inside the Lizzie Borden do they have like axes on the wall and I know I I've uh, I've never been in there, but I've I've been through enough areas in Fall River to say, Whew, where did I park my car and where exactly are my keys? I accepted a Facebook friend request from her and I got hacked. Ha! Ah! Listen to you. Hey, yeah. I got them I got them left and right, pal. I bet you I bet you bet did. you didn't expect that one. Hmm? You asked for it. Ah! It's seven forty four. With back Steve and Dave. Now hear this coming up next on Rock 102. Cheryl's cat never leaves her. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 751 and ACDC. We're back, Steve and Dave, on Rock 102. It'll be uh, rainy today with a high of 65. Tomorrow, cloudy with a high of 71. It's 63 right now in downtown Springfield. Rock 102 is bringing you Patriot football all season long. The uh, season opener begins on Sunday, September 11th. The Patriots open up their season against the Miami Dolphins. The live Volvo Cars Pioneer Valley pregame begins at 10 a.m., with kickoff scheduled for one, Bo- join Bob Soshi, Bob Soshi and Scott Zolak as they bring you all the play-by-play action. Scott Zolak will be joining us on uh, Thursday at eight. The Patriots play here on Rock 102. It's seven fifty-one with back Stephen Dave. Now hear this. Now hear this. I'm sorry to hear that. Redneck noise, dude. Hear ye, hear ye, hear ye. Now hear this on Rock 102. With back Steve and Dave in the morning. Clip number one from a Tulsa, Oklahoma TV station. If you'd like to know what a stroke sounds like when a news anchor is suffering from one live on the air, 
Here's Julie Chin during a news broadcast recently. The Tulsa are. The Tulsa Air and Space Museum is hosting a launch uh, today at the at the at the event. Um, the event features uh, live. Uh, I'm sorry, something is going on with me this morning, and I apologize to everybody. Let's just go ahead and send it on over to meteorologist Annie Brown. There you go. That's Julie Chin, the We've news seen, anchor from Tulsa, Oklahoma. We've seen that a couple of times. Yeah. Where, for whatever reason, a, a reporter is out and having some sort of, uh, you know, medical condition, or, you know, medical event going on. Mm-hmm. That's scary stuff. Yeah, very scary. Yeah, this was happening last Saturday morning. Uh, she's delivering the news and um, apparently confirming that uh, it wasn't a full stroke after she had consulted with doctors later, but she should be fine. Even even a mini stroke can be. Yes. Can, uh, can, uh, a TIA. A TIA, absolutely. Yes. The news crew, her colleagues, called 911 right after she signed yeah. off there and helped her out. Clip number two. Happened while I was on vacation. I don't know if you guys talked about it at all, but there was a Southwest flight where apparently one of the passengers was sending racy photos, naked photos. Did you guys talk about this at all or not? Uh, yeah, yeah, no, we, we did. did. And, yeah. the, the, the pi- and the pilot uh, made an announcement yeah. to uh, stop sending uh, yeah. D-pics on the... Uh... Well, I-, I love it. I didn't get a chance to talk about this. And so I wanted to play the clip of the pilot sending the warning to the other passengers. Here's the deal. This continues while we're on the ground. I'm going to have to pull back to the gate. Everybody's going to have to get off. We're going to have to get security involved. Oh, and it's vacation that's going to be ruined. So you folks, whatever that airdrop thing is, quit sending naked pictures. Let's get yourself to Cabo. Going to Cabo, apparently, huh? Oh, that guy's not. There's anybody else for a while. I love it. Uh, On to sports sound. And a freshman quarterback making his debut over the weekend. And uh, one of the announcers having a little fun with the guy's name. He makes the read. And what do you know, guys? It's an orgy in the end zone. Alex Orgy, the freshman quarterback for the University of Michigan. That was RG3, Robert Griffin III, with the call. During that play. So it was not actually an orgy in the end zone. I mean, there was not yes. technically like a... No, it was an orgy in the end zone. It was a, lot one. Of, a lot of dudes in mustaches wearing high karate. <laughs> right. Uh, it was an orgy in the end zone. In this case, Alex Orgy. By the way, he has two brothers who also play college football at Vanderbilt. So he's one of the orgies currently occurring <sighs> in college football. Hey, uh, real quick, I uh, I was alerted that the uh, the shuttle bus drivers at Bay State that take the the people from the the employees uh, from the parking lots to the hospital, yeah, they listen to this show. Hmm. Why? They're like, I don't know. They must be big fans. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. You're supposed to be taking care of sick people, not making people <laughs> sick before you go into work. That's ridiculous. But thanks to the shuttle bus yeah. drivers for listening. To thanks it. for listening. And uh, one more clip for you from the world of sports. From one of Roger Clemens's sons, Cody Clemens. This happened yesterday. Look at, he punched out. Look at Cody Clemens with the fist pound. He's saving the baseball, too. He punched out. Shohei Otani's saving the baseball. His first career strikeout is Shohei Otani. How many did dad have? Cody Clemens, 
Not a pitcher, by the way, <laughs> in case you're wondering. I was going to say. Yeah, the Tigers were losing already 9 nothing to the Angels, and they were using extra players to pitch, and they thought, well, we'll bring in Cody Clemens from the outfield and let him pitch to Shohei Otani, and he struck him out on a 68-mile-per-hour pitch. Jesus. If you watch the video. I'm not even, that's that's like, <laughs> like my fastest yeah, pitch. Right. This was a changeup, and, and he's so overjoyed, he takes the baseball and he tosses it into the Angels' dugout. Like, please save this for me. I would that's like nice. To, I would like to maybe sign this and keep it. That's a nice momentum. Yeah. yeah, pretty cool. It's 6.56 with back Steve and Dave. The 102-second sports coming up next on Rock 102. Well, we've secured a new location for the Mayflower Marathon. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, Benjamin Moore Paint, Cabot Stains, plus rock-solid painting advice and expertise. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Yeah, with the Patriots season just a few days away, I think you'll find that every bloviating, self-important football expert will be sharing his or her opinion this week on where they predict the Patriots will wind up. Now, if you pay attention to such sketchy sources like ESPN or CBS Sports, uh, you will find that most of these so-called experts aren't too high on the Patriots making the playoffs. Why? Is it because the rest of the AFC is so strong? Is it because the Patriots are relying on a second-year quarterback who still isn't Tom Brady? Or is it because the Patriots can't decide who's calling in plays to that second-year quarterback? And while many of you Patriots fans may find that lack of confidence to be somewhat disheartening, uh, let me tell you how I see it. This morning, I spent exactly 45 seconds combing through the entire Patriots 2022 schedule. I sifted through every possible scenario, pouring through the schedule with a battery of statistical analysis. And from what I can see, the Patriots are looking at a record of 12 and 5. Do they make the playoffs? Yes. Do they win the Super Bowl? No. Are people going to be satisfied if they don't? Of course not. Have Patriots fans grown spoiled after the last 20 years? What do you think? Listen, the Patriots should be just fine. The defense is good. Mac Jones will be better. And there's some other young guys that look promising, too. But at the end of the day, they'll be losing to ga- losing games to Baltimore, Green Bay, Cincinnati, and to Buffalo twice. After that, you can expect wins over nearly everybody else. Why am I telling you this? Because some of you people need to hear it. And secondly, I would hate to think that those 45 seconds of intense analysis and scrutiny would have gone to waste. And lastly, just know... But there is not a football expert in America that has any idea what's going on in the postseason before the season actually begins. And when they tell you that the Patriots are going to stink, it's usually because they're ignoring every possible contingency for failure in every other team they face. Whereas my 45-second analysis just takes all of that into account. And that's why I say they're going 12-5, and five, give or take a few wins or losses along the way. But hey, and of my yapping sports brought to you by... Rocky's Ace Hardware. Driving by your house the other day, I think I noticed a few rough patches on the lawn. Go to Rocky's for a bag of Scott's Easy Seed Patch and Repair. A 10-pound bag, 48 bucks. It's the buy one, get one free. What a great deal from your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102. Springfield's Classic Rock. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 8.09 and Aerosmith with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. Uh, they returned to the stage, by the way, for the first time since the pandemic. They were in Bangor, Maine at the Maine Savings Amphitheater last night. Uh, Sunday night, excuse me, Sunday night. So uh, Thursday, we are going to announce 
where the Mayflower Marathon is going to be in November. That's going to be Thursday. Uh, and we'll tell you, you know, where it's going to be, why we chose it. And then uh, later on that hour, we are hoping to have a representative from this space join us to talk about the Mayflower Marathon. Ironically, this also happens to be enshrinement weekend uh, in Springfield. I know you were aware of that, but that's uh, going to happen uh, Friday and Saturday right. of this weekend, half of which uh, will go on at uh, Mohegan, you know, the autograph session, the uh, enshrinement press conference, the uh, the tip-off celebration and awards gala, uh, and all of that, and then you get your ceremonies, uh, the VIP reception, the red carpet show, and enshrinement all going to be at Symphony Hall on saturday so there's so there is uh there is all that and as you know the basketball hall of fame doesn't really want us at uh, at their parking lot during the uh, mayflower marathon so that news is coming up on thursday at uh, at seven o'clock just checking there is plenty of parking capacity at mohegan sun right uh yes okay but we are not doing it at mohegan sun mm-hmm. but uh, no one is going to be uh, moved out of the way so we can you know, get everybody going to Mohegan on on Friday night. So there you All have right. it. Okay. There you mm-hmm. go. All right. There you go. Now, I just want to point out that even though this has happened with the, with the Hall of Fame and Rock 102, I don't want anyone to feel as though they shouldn't go to enshrinement or they shouldn't go to the, uh, the Hall of Fame over the weekend. If you are a basketball fan and want to participate in the activities, you know what? You should absolutely go right. and knock yourself out and have yourself a fine time. Good class going in. Uh, who who is it? It's uh, Tim Hardaway and Manuto Ginobili and uh, a bunch of other dudes uh, and ladies. You know what? Go and have yourself a damn fine time. Go in and and, uh, and patronize all the tenants that happen to be in there. Every single last one of them. And have fun. Yes. Have don't, lots of fun. Don't let the Mayflower Marathon news distract you for say, well, I'm never going to go there again. No, that is the wrong thing to do. Mm-hmm. What you should do is take all that frustration and then uh, start collecting your food early yeah. to help out the open pantry. That is a more productive use of your time and energy than pointing fingers and showing bitterness and hostility mm-hmm. towards any number of institutions that happen to be running through the Springfield area. That's and I'm and I really truly believe that I'm not uh, I'm not just yanking anyone's chain. Go and enjoy enshrinement ceremonies and everything else around it. I don't know about you, but I kind of like my chain yanked every once in a well, while. Well, that's fine. You can mm-hmm. get your chain yanked anywhere. I'm not going to be the one yanking it. That's not my job. <sighs> I thought that was part of the description here. Nope, I am not the uh, the chain yanker. I and thought what? that it makes us good teammates for each other on the radio. You should not uh, be forced to yank anyone's chain or anything like that. I'm just saying, you know, let's all be reasonable adults here. Mm-hmm. Let's all just say, hey, listen, let's uh, let's let let bygones be bygones. We got a brand new place to go. We're all set and and uh, fat and giggly, and we're all gonna announce it on Thursday, the day before all the attrimant ceremony stuff begins. Good. Okay. All righty. Good. good timing. All right. All right. Very good. You know, I uh, I went to the Blandford Fair yesterday. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How good was that? Yeah, it wasn't bad. They they uh, it was it was not very well attended. I, I think because of the weather. 
you know, because it was pretty rainy out most of the day. But yeah. that's the best time to go to those places because there's not like uh, uh, with throngs of people. Mm-hmm. Throngs is a good word. Yes. What is a throng anyway? It's a lot of people. Yeah. Converging in a, in a space all at once. Uh, yeah. th- no, no, no. I was just going to say that Festa also is going on because I know Bax is there over the weekend and concluded yesterday. And, and they had great turnout despite the rain. So maybe it blamed for the same thing. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I I, uh, <clears throat> I know that there was like a storm there on Sunday and then uh, that cleared a lot of people out because mm-hmm. there must have been some sort of lightning bolt there. But mm-hmm. uh, got to go see the demo derby. Oh, how was that? That was pretty awesome. That was very awesome. Demo Derby's fun to watch. I don't care what any is. I'm not normally a big uh, race car fan, mm-hmm. but watching cars you know, crash into each yeah. other, that's fun stuff. Mm-hmm. It, it is. You it, could just it, go to a rotary here and watch that happen. You could do and, that, and, too. Yep. It's like, uh, you know, you, you, I've seen them before where they do, like, the, the, the you know, minivans, and, you know, it, it's different The different heats are different vehicles, which, sure. which, was, uh, which was really cool. But you can tell, like, some of these cars, like, they they were on their obviously on their last leg before they became demo derby cars and and you they're doing these qualifier runs where you know to see how fast they can go through this like figure eight thing mm-hmm. that they're doing and you see this little like like a, I don't know it was like a Venza or something that was all like hollowed out and the guy's like trying to step on the gas and the thing's going maybe two miles an hour right? through the thing it's at the, it was a pretty cool uh, display and then you had the goats. And lots of goats there. They were doing a goat show. Really? Yeah. How about that? And then, uh, and then the scarecrows. Ooh, there was scarecrow making too. Really? Let me tell you something. If you uh, want a good time, the Blanford Fair is the place to be. Really? Yeah. So, so there are updates in scarecrow making, by the way, because you know, I mean, I would, you know, you think, hey, just like the Wizard of Oz dude there. Are there some? Like new developments. Yeah, the, I don't know. I, I, uh, there, this guy was doing this demonstration because he made these things. They're like uh, figurines. Mm-hmm. They're like full statues, and uh, there's some wire in there that he's using mm-hmm. along with with the hay, and okay. they look like real like crash test dummies almost. Because I wonder if you know, I wonder if the crows have figured it out. You know. So they have to kind of do the upgrades on the scarecrows in order to, you know. I don't know. I don't know. You know what I had as a kid? I don't. Know, I, you may remember this, Dave. This may be uh, too young, uh, too old for you, uh, Steve. The uh, the Kenner SSP Smash Up Derby set. No. As a kid. No. It had the uh, the, uh, the 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 T strap, hmm. and you 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 stuck it inside the uh, the car, and you pulled it, and it would go off. Okay. And yeah. it would go off, and there was like a little tab in the front of the car, right? Uh-huh. And if you if you hit the tab, then the doors and the and the then the the hood would pop off. I had this. It was wicked cool. So it's what like, do you do? You just do, use one and you crash it into walls, or do you have like two different? You got, you got you got two of them, and like they had they came with like plastic ramps, right? And you remember the uh, the the T strip? Yeah. Right. You you kind of feed it through, yes. and then you you rip it through, yes. And, and then the car would go. And right. these were big giant chunks of garbage that uh, that would smash into each other uh-huh. and the doors would get all blown off and as a kid man th- th- that was the best choking hazard in the world <laughs> tires would come off the doors the hood yeah. everything so much fun I'm, I was look- in- I'm looking at a, at a commercial right now from uh really from kenner I yeah don't, i don't remember it. i guess i didn't have one because i was an only child oh yeah and then i would have required i couldn't have made the cars collide because how do you do both at the same time? You can't. Well, I, I guess uh, you'd yeah. have to just you know do it into a wall. Yeah. I I guess you would Not have to do it uh, you know during your uh, years of loneliness. Yes. Still still occurring. By yeah. The, way. Uh, the SS the SSP Smash Up Derby. Never heard oh, of it. Oh man, great fun, mm-hmm. great fun.
Sweet. The smash-up derby. See, they don't have anything like that at Festa. You know, what they had was a... Make no mistake, I love Festa. But and I know I stole that. It was the, event the people from, getting smashed at Festa, it not was, the cars. It, oh my God! They they really truly were. And yeah. you know, and the weirdest thing about it is, you know, they're all like there were a bunch of people all around the V1 tent, mm-hmm. which I totally understand why you'd want to be at the V1 tent because mm-hmm. they're mixing cocktails and and that's all very fun. But the uh, there was another uh, local brewer uh there and there was uh there was like hardly any line at all and i'm like well this is stupid i'm going over there to uh yeah. the, the, the vanished valley uh-huh. and have myself a beer and i'm like oh this is delicious i love this yeah why wouldn't why wasn't there people out there? i don't know it's like they want the hard those portuguese people love the hard booze you know the thing about yeah. this is there's no matus tent there's no port wine uh you know homemade mm-hmm. port wine yeah. yeah that someone some Portuguese guy's feet have been in. You know, there was none of that kind of stuff. Frozen wine coolers? None of that? No, no, no. I mean, I'm talking about like, you know, traditional, mm-hmm. you know, you know, Portuguese mm-hmm. booze type of stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, the, the Bafanas were there and the Charizas were there and all that other stuff. But, you know, the, the, the but, uh, you know, those are the kinds of things that sometimes you say, hey, you know what? That's what I'd really like to see. You know, I really would like to see more of of that. You know, and, and spread it out. I mean, you know, the V1 is fine, but you, know, you can also have a beer while you wait. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> That's it's it. a warm-up. Yeah, no kidding. Serve yeah. an appetizer. But Aquanet, Aquanet, Aquanet was terrific. Mm-hmm. Apparently, the uh, the ABBA band that was there on Saturday was, was good, too. I love ABBA. And uh, all the traditional Portuguese music. I know you love that, Steve. Yeah, it sounds like a goat getting murdered. Yes, but, <laughs> but it makes us want to dance every mm-hmm. single time. It does. Uh, yeah, those people dance uh, oh. like they've. I've never seen anybody dance before. They, they they really do. My people really know how to dance. And a lot of people were there on Friday, in spite of Corey Feldman being in Stafford Springs the same night. Like, how do you decide? You know which entertainment explosion you want to deal with first. What was Corey Feldman doing for entertainment? Was he doing stand-up comedy? Was he telling stories? Was he oh, playing he music? He does. Yeah, yes. really. You never saw him on the uh, no. Today Show when no. he came out and debuted that band about four or five years ago. No, he sings, he dances, he he lights up the stage. Wow. Oh my gosh. And okay. he doesn't like to do radio interviews apparently because uh, <clears throat> nobody responded from his team. Which I don't know if he even has a team. Actually, mm. didn't they respond and he never called in? Was that one of those That was situations? another time that uh, we did that. We did have him once for the Mayflower Marathon yeah. years ago. Uh, but that was when he was coming out with all the stuff that was going on in Hollywood. And he was willing to talk to anybody? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, How about Corey Haim? Will he, will he do interviews? Because th- those are the only two I know. Yeah, well, he's dead. So he's oh, not. Uh, he's not. Guess not. Be, but yeah. but Corey Feldman brings it to the stage. Mm. Still dancing like Michael Jackson. Still really? still bringing it uh, to the table every single time. And yet, surprisingly, there were a lot more people seeing Aquanet at Festa mm-hmm. than there were seeing Corey Feldman. Well, that's in only Stafford Springs. that's only because the theater only has a finite number of seats versus how many people can be outdoors at Festa. I know, but you know, you got to pick and choose where you want to have your entertainment coming from. Aquanet. Who plays all the time, or the once in a lifetime experience of Corey Feldman in Stafford Springs? I go with Stafford Springs. I, I yeah. tell you, it's a tough call. You really got to spin the wheel on that one. Well, if you're into horrible things, you should have gone to Stafford Springs over the weekend. <laughs> if you wanted a really good time, you either go to Festa or you go to Blanford Fair. Yeah, tough call.
Or you put your th- head through a wall at the Cape with, with Dave. Yeah, my stepfather's still, you know, ha- recovering from that incident. It's uh, 822. We're back, Steve and Dave, on Rock 102. Top Patty on Rock 102 with back, Steve and Dave, all about waiting. Because he loves being on stage, but everything else was just waiting, according to him and Janis Joplin, apparently. You know, uh, we were just talking about uh, being on stage, and I, I mentioned the uh, the difficulty between choosing to see Aquanet at Festa in mm-hmm. Ludlow mm-hmm. and seeing you know Corey Feldman at uh, in Stafford Springs over the weekend. Sure, I didn't even realize it's it's uh, literally it's been months since I've been on the Corey Feldman website. Shame on me for not doing it and uh, seeing what he's been up to. Did you realize either one of you guys realize that the brand new Corey Feldman box set is out? Wow. It's uh, probably going fast like hotcakes, too, it right? Is, uh, for, you can get a Corey Feldman box set called uh, Corey Feldman's Loved Left 2.1 box set. Six CDs of some of his finest music. Uh, a signed copy for only $350. Now, I don't know about you, but that sounds like a hell of a deal. I'm guessing Aquanet's music sells more. I don't think they have a box set out. And by the way, an unsigned copy for those of you who mm-hmm. don't want to spend $350. Yeah. A unsigned copy of the Corey Feldman box set is just $275. Wow. But you get a lot of great stuff inside of it. It's not just the six CDs. There's books. There's guitar picks. There's, I mean, everything that you expect out, mm-hmm. of, the, out of a great talent like Corey Feldman mm-hmm. is in that box. That's pretty awesome. You're damn right it's yeah, awesome. Yeah, and I, can't, yeah. I can't believe he didn't want to come on the show to, to talk about it. Would love to know more about the box set. Yeah, yeah, well, sure. You know what? Corey like, Feldman's way too busy to talk to any of us. Like, how did he pick and choose which songs to put on six different CDs? That had to be quite an undertaking for a guy like Corey Feldman. I guess so. I mean, uh, how many different versions of you uh, hawking up a loogie can you record? At least six CDs worth. Oh, come on. Come on. Show a little respect. That and guy, then there's... This kid's been through a lot, and uh, he's learned a lot. And don't forget the, the hits. Those are all hot. Mm-hmm. Those are those. Yeah, yeah those, those are hot lugers right there. Yeah. Uh, little known fact about Aquanet, the hairspray, not the band. Yeah. Vince Neil from Motley Crue used to use it. All the time dude, to fluff up, fluff up that hair of his. There. Dude, they all used it back Aquanet? then. Aquanet? Really? Every single last one of those hair metal guys was mm-hmm. using Aquanet by the caseload. Mm-hmm. But Corey Feldman has always struck to uh, struck true to his musical roots. And oh. for two seventy five, you can enjoy that box set. All right, we'll get on while that supplies today. last. Well, let me get on Amazon right now. I would do it. That's what I'm going to do after the show. We have news next on Rock One Hundred Two. It happens all over Massachusetts. Can you tie my shoes? In every home and every community. Be careful on your bike. Learning can happen anytime, anywhere. Hi, guys. We'll see you at practice this weekend. And no matter how learning takes place in your family's life, Desi is there as your partner. The Massachusetts Department of Elementary and Secondary Education. Never stop learning. Find out more at mass.gov slash back to school. Sponsored by the Massachusetts Department for Elementary and Secondary Education. 834. We're back, Stephen Dave and Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. Today, it's last chance voting. 
your last shot to cast ballots in the state primary election. It'll happen until 8 o'clock tonight. Primary ballots in Greater Westfield include contested races for Republican nominations for governor and lieutenant governor in Southwick. Also a Democratic primary race for state senator. The deadline to register to vote in these primary elections has passed. But if you are registered, you can vote today until 8 tonight. In other voting will, news... Uh, you, will you two dudes be exercising your civic obligation? I will. Eric Lesser told me to. There you go. <laughs> so I'm going to go out and vote. Right. And and he's one of the guys that's... Yeah. Up, yeah. up Hey, up go out and vote. Okay. I will. <laughs> but you're not even in his district. No, no. Well, yeah, I would be because he's, he's going for lieutenant governor. It oh, yeah, be. that's right. Yeah. I keep yeah, forgetting he's not, it. He's no longer... Uh, he doesn't you know, want to be a state senator regional. anymore. Regional. Right. Now yeah, he wants he, to graduate to, he wants to state office. He wants to expand a little bit. They also voted on a Hummer for Westfield, and they're getting one. Despite a negative recommendation from the finance subcommittee, the city council in Westfield voting 8-4 to four to accept the gift of a 1980 Humvee the gift coming from the University of Massachusetts Police Department through the Department of Defense, landing at the Westfield Emergency Management Agency. Was this done on like a Facebook marketplace kind of thing? I think I have to go to a police station to make this exchange <laughs> just to be sure they're safe. Yeah, sounds like I that. think so. Yeah. Uh, the vehicle is good at rescues, including at water rescues. And, you know, we do have flood conditions that may occur because of the rain we're going to get from now through tomorrow morning. There's always some dopey idiot that jumps into the river, too, like every summer, right? Yeah. I think it's swept away and there's a problem. Yeah, how, uh, how? I mean, I know they're saying it's old, but how many miles or hours or Four. whatever? That's what I'm saying. Four like, per how, gallon. Like, you know, the people who complain about but, you know, how old it is, mm -hmm. yeah. it's still probably in pretty good shape because... How many times was it used over the years? Now, I'm, I'm not talking about its, uh, its gas efficiency. I'm right. talking about how many miles it's actually been driven <laughs> over the years. Yeah, four. four. You think four. Oh, yeah. well, we had that one rescue. Yeah, but you, know, you didn't have to drive very far to do it. You just had to sit there with a net and catch the guy that fell off his canoe. Wait, where is it coming from again? Where did, where did you say it was? Uh, who's, who's donating it? Yeah. The University of Massachusetts so, Police Department. So UMass, with all the water rescues they've had over the last 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> I believe some drunken uh, you know, undergrad fell into a yeah. fell into a puddle and had to be rescued. Uh -huh. and, and the canoe club, you know the, the the what do they call that? The rowing team. What do they call those? Uh, 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 the crew, crew, crew the crew, yeah. the crew uh, team. They practice at, off the Connecticut River in Hadley. So that Hummer wouldn't go from Amherst to to, to Hadley to rescue anybody in case there was a capsized boat or something. <laughs> well, it might go. It just um, would take a while if it gets four miles to the gallon or moves yeah. very slowly. You get that uh, Puffer's Pond, you know, up yeah. there in Amherst. There you uh, go. Somebody, uh, somebody's out there exposing themselves, and I'm sure another enough. person sees that and falls off their boat and into the water. You're going to need a Hummer. I'm sure, I'm sure a lot of people in Puffer's Pond <laughs> who would like to have a Hummer. <laughs> That's the whole point of going there. That's it. The Humvee that the folks will be using in Westfield is 42 years old, but still considered to be viable and maybe at least used in parades, as you were suggesting earlier in the show, Bax. The Fall River-based owners of Fun City indoor trampoline parks bought 
Springfield Plaza last week for $29 million. You're still bouncing this story around this hour, too. Yeah. Huh? Oh, yeah. I see what you did. That's a, that's a bounce. It's a bounce joke. pun. Yep. It, it's, it's rebounded once again into view. And the owner's planning to open the trampoline attraction despite the fact that there's a rival bounce trampoline sports attraction <clears throat> right next door. Uh, the Zhang family of Fun City saying they're not concerned about the competition. And they have a right to having their own park be successful. Now, is uh, there a chance that Bounce would be bounced out of there uh, because of the non-competitive nature of what's going on? Because, you know, some kids that like uh, to bounce are going to have a a decision to make. Mm -hmm. You know, which bounce, uh, which trampoline park they want to go to. Good point. Yeah, do you go to the one you've always been to? You go to the bright, shiny new one. I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not the kind of person that uh, deals with the trampolines. But I don't know. If I were them, I'd be looking for a new, uh, a new joint. Speaking of entertainment, uh, in Lenox, they finished up the Tanglewood season over the weekend. They sold out Van Morrison show on Sunday, and then last night, Ringo Starr's All Star Band, comprised of Ringo Starr from the Beatles, Edgar Winter. And guys from Toto, Men at Work, and the Average White Band. All playing in Ringo Starr's All-Star Band. It's actually a pretty good lineup. Yeah. They played Free Ride. They played Toto hits like Africa and Rosanna. They played Pick Up the Pieces by the Average White Band. And Down Under by Men at Work. And they did Beatles faves like Yellow Submarine and Ringo Starr's own solo hit, Photograph. That sounds Ooh. like a pretty good show. And I know, Steve, you had a chance to go and... Declined. The, the what? You, you didn't go to the, uh, the Ringo show and didn't, you had a chance? Didn't you say that earlier, that you had a chance to go to that show and declined? No, I didn't say that. Oh. I just, oh, I was joking. I oh. was using the No, No, No song as gotcha. a reference ah, to a yeah. joke. Okay. Yeah. You didn't right. do the No, No, No song, huh? Doesn't say. It's too bad. That's a classic. Doesn't say. One of his best. But he did finish up with Act Naturally, by the way, as an encore. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh. Other entertainment. Buck Owens. Yeah. What's that? That was Buck Owens. Wasn't yeah, well, I believe yeah. it was a Buck Owens. I think you're original. right. I think you're right. Uh, but Ringo made it kind of famous as well back in the day. Uh, other entertainment news. Stephen Wright coming to Western Mass. Uh, he'll be at uh, Paradise City September 16th, uh, bringing his comedic genius to the Academy of Music. There you go. And and we're going to try and get him on, I think, right? Sometime well, this week he will be on uh, right? the show. Uh, actor Paul Reiser, also going to be among us soon, coming to the Bushnell in Hartford on November 1st. That was just announced. Tickets are on sale. He sort of rejuvenated his career in Stranger Things, but you remember him from Mad About You and movies like Diner and Aliens. I remember that. Paul Reiser coming to the area. You guys in for that or not? You remind me of the Rock 102 concert line that we used to have. <laughs> yeah, you could uh, you could re uh, reinvent that again. All right. Do you remember that? It's the Rock 102 concert line, and then they list all the shows. Mm-hmm. I do. I think it was Jerry Todd uh, listing all the shows. Then it would have the donut loop going, and that's the Rock 102 concert calendar, whatever the hell it was. Yeah, every radio station yeah. had that. Bed, Bath, and Beyond going bye-bye. Uh, the nationwide store's footprint is going to become a little smaller 
The retailer recently announcing plans to close about 150 stores and lay off about 20% of its corporate employees. They have many stores all across Western Mass in New England, including Hadley, Hamden, and Enfield. And they've begun closing some of their, quote, lower producing stores already. As for the new round of closures and layoffs, they haven't announced the list of stores that will be among those closing. The one, and, the one in Holyoke's been shut down, right? That's yeah, it's been shut down for a while. For a while, now, it's a Christmas tree shops now. Hmm. They moved out of the mall oh, and into that place. Sure, they're out of the mall, really. Yeah, I don't, you know, it tells you how long it's been since I've been over there. And now it looks like a, it doesn't have that festive sign anymore. You know, the Christmas tree shops, like on the side of the mall. Huh. It's mm. just CTS, it says, and it oh, looks yeah. like a like a modernized business, but I haven't been in there yet. Years ago, I was in the Christmas tree shop at, mm-hmm. uh, at the Holyoke Mall, mm-hmm. and uh, I was just minding my business, not really doing much of anything, mm-hmm. and I accidentally, I was you know pushing that little tiny cart you know, up and down the aisles, and I accidentally turned around quick, and I my elbow hit one of those uh, those boxes of uh, of wrapping paper. Yep. And there was like one box and then another box and then another box. And it's like hundreds and hundreds of rolls of wrapping paper in, inside these things. Well, there's a cutout in uh, these boxes, apparently. And so when I accidentally hit it, about 300 rolls of, uh, of wrapping paper Ooh. spilled all Ooh. over the floor. And you know what I did? You know what, what you I did? did? I slowly walked away as if I knew nothing about it. <laughs> Just did that Peter Griffin back up like uh, nothing happened? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. I figured, well, maybe a qualified Christmas tree shop professional will put this all back together meanwhile sure. i looked i just walked around like i was completely innocent yeah it's kind of like when carl spackler causes the uh, problem in, uh, in caddyshack they, exactly like exactly toes away exactly because i'll be damned if i'm gonna you know put back 300 rolls of uh, christmas wrap in a box mm. that's not my that's not my job and by the way beware of telephone tuesday that's what today is always a big spike in people calling business phone lines the day after labor day weekend so if you're on hold for a while today bear it in mind the biggest telephone day of the year telephone tuesday just saying all right keep that in mind 844 with back Stephen dave on rock 102 it's classic rock it's 852 and van halen with back Stephen dave on rock 102 it's going to rain today with a high of uh, 65. Tomorrow, cloudy with a high of 71. It is 63 right now in downtown Springfield. The uh, Big Bonk and Smoke returns to the log, log Cabin Wednesday, October 5th, and tickets are on sale now. Your admission includes a few cigars from the Cigar Room 2 in Agawam, an event T-shirt from G-Jinx Custom Printing, and a premium food spread that is fantastic with hors d'oeuvres and dinner and dessert and seconds and thirds if you're playing it the, the, the right way. Details and tickets are available at rock102.com. I have to tell you legally that cigar smoking is not a safe alternative to cigarettes. You must be over 21 with a positive ID tenter, but we've been telling you that for the last 20 years. You should know it already. It's the Big Bonk and Smoke October 5th at the Log Cabin, brought to you by Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements and the Tommy Carr Auto Group and Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. In case you missed it, I posted a picture of a big hole in the wall during our vacation last week out in Cape Cod. Posted it on the Rock 102 Facebook page, and I didn't tell what the deal was, and a lot of people were guessing you know, what happened on vacation, and it was the fact that my stepfather tripped and his head went through the wall. 
And I'll post the picture of what his face looks like this morning. Does he want you to put a picture of his face on uh, on the internet? Mm, I don't know. It's a good question. I mean, because I would think that uh, you know, medical privacy being what it is, that maybe the uh, the old man, uh, all of us knowing that he may have been loaded when he hit his uh, head against the wall, you know, might not want his coconut to be uh, displayed. You know, I think that they've come to realize that with their son as a radio guy on a morning show for years and years and years, everything's fair game. And so my mom was joking about it last night, saying that uh, Captain Matt has now become part of the Hole in the Wall gang. You know, the famous Butch, ah, yeah, Butch Cassidy right. in a sure. Hole in the Wall gang. Right. So, yeah. And she says she's going to get some plaster Paris and make a sculpture of his head. So I think at this point, it's fair game. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, uh, you know, I... Uh I wouldn't want to, my bloody face to be, uh, you know, photographed. But that's, you know, that's just me. Hey, I'm he, vain. He gladly posed for the photograph, which I'm showing you right now. Jesus Christ! <laughs> what happened to that guy? Which I will, sh- I will post uh, next to the picture of the hole in the wall that his head caused. What look- the hell happened? <laughs> what was that? Uh, what was? The, he looks like the kid in that movie that was uh, Julia Roberts was the mom. What was the? <laughs> what, you know what I'm talking about? No. I can't remember the name of the damn movie. Somebody's going to know it. Yeah, I don't know. It. He looks like a kid from that movie, you said? He looks like the You know what I'm talking about, don't you, Bax? The uh, uh, the kid, he had something wrong with it, with with him. Rocky and Dennis? Oh, you know. It, it was something like that, oh. but it, it wasn't Rocky Dennis. It oh. was um So it wasn't Cher. It God. was it was Julia Roberts. I can't remember okay. what the, yeah, uh, I, I, don't, I don't know, but he looks uh, terribly disfigured and bloody as hell. And and this was just the morning after after they cleaned them all up, yeah. Wonder I'm, Wonder was the name of the movie. Wonder, no, yeah. I didn't, yeah. I didn't and then the kid, and uh, he looks like the kid in Wonder. <laughs> my my mom said that Captain Matt, my stepfather, looked like a murder victim when it happened overnight. Except you know he survived. Yes, yeah. Thank God. Yeah, no help to anybody in the family who uh, didn't send him to the hospital right away. Say, hey Matt, why don't you uh, just uh, why don't you just go lie down for a little while? He, you know, why don't you arrest that that damaged brain? I, again, it was happened in the middle of the night. My girlfriend and I were upstairs. Nobody came and got us, so we didn't know. And you didn't and you, hear that? And well, her girl, his girlfriend, did, and she didn't wake you up and she, said, "Hey, what the hell was that?" She heard something, and she wasn't sure what it was. She she couldn't tell mm. whether it was a door slamming or whatever. And so, you know, she didn't want to insert herself into whatever was happening. Well, with, you know, said, she just met the the family. I mean, you know, what's she gonna do? Well, and, I mean, she, and, and she's a vet, right? Yes. So what you gonna do? You know, deworm your your your, your stepdad? You know, de- <laughs> yeah. handle him for uh, for for uh, for parvo? Yeah, if if he needs it, I guess. The, by the way, uh, August Pullman was the kid's name in the movie. Ah. Okay, and he had uh, Treacher Collins syndrome, which I believe is something. It's like ordering a Tom Collins at an Arthur Treacher's, and hmm. that's the effects that you get <laughs> by eating from a, by eating the, the fish and chips at the Arthur Treacher's. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. If you eat too much of that, you're going to get Treacher Collins syndrome. They still have tre- uh, Arthur Treacher's, by the way. Are there any around here or not? Yeah, there used to be, I but I think they're place. long gone. Uh, but back to Captain Matt, my stepfather. He's okay. I'll post a picture of him a little bit later on, and he himself refused during the night to go get treatment. So he's like, "No, I'm f- I'm fine." So. 
He's he, an adult. He can make his own looks, decisions. He looks like August. You should start calling him August. Okay. August Pullman. All right. Go ahead and Google that. and say, He looks just like that picture. <laughs> we'll do a side-by-side side, side side comparison, maybe. Apparently, there is one Arthur Treacher's left in the United States. It's in Ohio. Wow. Yeah. In Columbus. Kind of like one blockbuster available left, I think. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the one location that just can't give it up. Hmm. It's uh, 8.57 with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102.